Nine teams have new hardware to display in the school trophy case as the second-to-last fall Saturday was full of MHSAA finals. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, Michigan's go-to resource for student financial aid. I'm John Ross. Welcome to This Week in High School Sports. The first two football champions of the 2021-22 school year were crowned at the Superior Dome in the eight-player Division I finals. Adrian Lenaway Christian is a repeat champion. The Cougars knocked off Sutton's Bay for a second straight time, winning 31-20 this time around. They beat Sutton's Bay 47-0 last year in the finals. Adrian Lenaway Christian ran for 245 yards and passed for 229. Asher Bryja scored two touchdowns on the ground and one via an interception return. For Sutton's Bay, Hugh Perriard punched in two touchdowns. In the eight-player Division II finals, Powers North Central rolled to a second consecutive title. The Jets beat Colon 63-0. It's their fourth title in the last seven years and caps a perfect 13-0 season. Luke Gorzinski led a balanced North Central ground attack with 125 yards and one touchdown. Brent Labonte led the Jets in passing, throwing for 96 yards and two scores. Colin ends the year 11-2. Tucker Laffler made 11 stops on defense for the Magi. For complete coverage, including box scores, please check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com. Game balls this week go to the Ann Arbor Pioneer Girls Swimming and Diving Team. Pioneer won a second straight Division I Lower Peninsula team title. They took first in five of the 12 events, including all three relays. Lily Kramer won two individual events and was on two victorious relay teams. Birmingham Seaholm, who won its third straight Division II Lower Peninsula Girls Swimming and Diving title. It's also their fourth title in six years. Seaholm swept the relay races. Samantha Clifford won the 100 free. And to East Grand Rapids. East won the Division III Lower Peninsula Girls Swimming and Diving title the 23rd time they've ended the year on top. EGR finished the year undefeated in the pool. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash mistudentaid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with MHSAA Assistant Director Brent Rice. The use of instant replay in football varies at each level, but at the high school level in Michigan, replay is not used for any regular season or postseason games except for the football finals at Ford Field. Unlike professional and college leagues, however, the only plays that are reviewed are potential scores or potential turnovers. On those plays, the official in the replay booth will look at the various angles provided by the television broadcast and either confirm or overturn the play. For each game at Ford Field, there are three replay officials in the booth, all with experience at higher levels. Over the years, replay has been rarely used, but it is always an effort to getting the call correctly made. Thanks, Brent. You can be a referee. Just go to the MHSAA website now to register. Four volleyball teams added their names to the record books by winning MHSAA championships at Kellogg Arena in Battle Creek. In Division I, Bloomfield Hills Marion won a second straight title and the fourth in school history, beating Ann Arbor Skyline in four sets. Marion ended the year an incredible 53-1. and 
and lost just five sets all season. In Division II, Pontiac Notre Dame Prep won its fourth title in school history, beating North Branch in straight sets. The Irish went 64-1 this year, winning it all for the first time since 2017. In Division III, Reese came from two sets down to upend Monroe-St. Mary Catholic Central. It's Reese's first volleyball title. The fifth and final set went 16-14 in favor of Reese. SMCC was playing for a third straight D3 title. And in Division IV, Battle Creek St. Philip won its second straight title, beating Indian River Inland Lakes in three sets. St. Philip has now won 22 volleyball titles. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We will see you next week. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome aboard. Dennis Stuckey with you from McMoran Arena. It's time for the annual Larry Manns High School Hockey Tournament. We've got two games for you today in the opening round. These are the semifinal matchups. The Marysville Vikings taking on the Anchor Bay Tars in game one, and then later today in game two, it's the Port Huron Unified Big Reds going up against the Port Huron Northern Huskies. The two losers today will play in the consolation game tomorrow at 1 o'clock here at McMoran, the championship game will be played at 3 o'clock tomorrow. All four games right here on stream one of GetStuckOnSports.com. And a reminder, tomorrow at 4.30 in the afternoon on stream two, Brady Beaton will be at Ford Field for the Division Five State Football Championship game as the Marine City Mariners will be in action taking on Grand Rapids Catholic Central. All right, we'll have the opening face-off of game one today in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863.
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey.
All right, welcome back here to McMoran Arena. Dennis Stuckey with you this afternoon. Game one of the Larry Manns High School Hockey Tournament. Let's take a look at our Michaels Car Center starting lineups brought to you by Michaels Car Center, your dealer for the people, for the uh, Vikings who are the home team this afternoon wearing white. Uh, Tyler McKinney gets the start in goal. Back on the blue line, they've got Aiden Minesburg paired up with uh, Mitch Donaldson. And up front, Braden Turner centers uh, Ben Lavalley and uh, Noah LaValle for Marysville. And on the other side for the Anchor Bay Tars, Lucas Dandurand is the goaltender. Back along the defense is Justin Rickenham and uh, Giovanni Bakiva. And up front, they've got Will Forrester with Nathan Brada and Justin Spina. And we are set to go. The Tars, the visitors, wear all red today. Vikings control the faceoff. Minesburg sweeps it out center ice. Here's Turner trying to split the defense. He ends up in behind the goal with it. Leaves it there for Noah Lavalley. Lavalley and Turner work behind the net, but it's finally broken up and played to the blue line. Not out. Donaldson from the right point drew the puck back out of the zone in his windup to shoot, and that throws the play offside. And it will bring the faceoff back out into the neutral zone just outside the Anchor Bay blue line. Just underway. We've played 18 seconds. 17-minute stop time periods in high school hockey. And now the officials are going to gather over in the referee's circle. I don't know what this discussion is about. Backup goaltender for Anchor Bay is sitting in the penalty box. Don't know if uh, they've got a question about that. And now one of the officials is skating over to Tyler McKinney. And they're asking him a question. Could this be about his goaltending equipment? I don't know. Now they've gone over to uh, John Hardick, who is the head coach of the uh, Vikings this season. They're off to a good start. They've won two games already. We saw that uh, beat Bishop Foley. 3-2 here at McMorrin, and more recently they played a game in uh, Sandusky against Thumb Legion, and they won that one handily, 10-3. And again, I'm not uh, quite sure what all of this is about. There is apparently some sort of issue with McKinney's equipment that the official is saying they can change in between periods unless Anchor Bay has an issue with it. So now they're over talking to the Anchor Bay bench. So apparently everybody says whatever the issue is, they're okay with it. And it can be fixed at the end of the I, – I don't know what the issue is. I'm looking at Tyler McKinney. He looks like uh, a goalie with normal goalie equipment on. His pads don't look any bigger. Nothing that he's wearing seems out of the ordinary to me. All right, play back on. And the tires with the possession now as Bonnet gets it out center ice, and then he stood up. Ben LaValle didn't get very far at his own line. Minesburg plays it back into the tar zone. Chasing back after it is Stalker. Stalker in behind his own goal. Checked by Turner who threw it out in front, but that's intercepted. And Bonnet will flip it out center ice just off the stick of Larabelle. 
Now in the neutral zone, a wrestle right in front of the bench area for it. And here's Turner back up over the line, left circle. Turner put it right out in front and went right under the stick of Noah Lavalley, who was cutting right in. And now it'll be picked up and dunked out center ice by Stalker. Now here's a turnover, charging right back up over the line, making a good move. Was Bonnet to the net and a save made by McKinney. And the puck ends up in the corner and a pass back to the point. Nobody home, and that'll go all the way down the ice. They've called icing here, but it was an Anchor Bay player that was passing the puck back to the point, so they're going to bring this face off to the center circle. Yeah, that puck was uh, dug out of the uh, corner by the Tars player, and he... uh, Threw it blindly back to the point, thinking there'd be somebody there. And instead, it went down the ice, and one official called uh, icing, and the other said no. And I thought they were going to bring the face-off to center ice, but now they're going to say the face-off is going to be in the tar zone, off to the left of uh, Danderand, which is an interesting call. So we've had a lot of stoppages and a lot of conversations for a minute and 12 seconds of hockey. Here so far in this one, nothing has uh, happened yet on the scoreboard. Coates on the faceoff for Marysville couldn't handle it, and Brada will send it down the ice, chase after it, but it will get over the end line, and it will be icing. And again, icing is automatic in high school. Doesn't matter who wins the race or who gets down there first. Puck goes over the end line. It's icing. So, again, we'll get a face-off down in the Anchor Bay zone. And Tico won the draw into the corner. Pushed up the boards by Peacock, and now it'll be skated out by Antico. He got as far as his own blue line, Jero. Got in front of it and took it away. Now Van Hoodigan back up over the line. He got knocked down, but Jero follows up along the right wing boards. Played it back to the right point. Myers swings it around the boards to the left side. Van Hoodigan tipped it back to the blue line. Held in there by Hunter Glenn. Back to Van Hoodigan, who will work into the corner. And then he is given a bump in along the boards by Steele. They'll continue to battle, and finally Steele will pitchfork it back out center ice, and Myers will go back into his own zone for Marysville. He'll play it ahead. Puck was tipped away from Coates, but then broken up in Jero. A one-man rush the other way. One against three. Nathan Jero right in with a shot and a save made by Danderand. He got the blocker on that to knock it away. That was a valiant rush there by Jero. Now back the other way. Here's French up over the line. He'll slide one that tipped off the glove of McKinney and rolled just wide of the goal. And now the Vikings will steer it back the other way, and this will go far enough for an icing call and bring the faceoff all the way back down into the Vikings zone. 14:36 to play here in a scoreless first period. Game one of the Larry Manns tournament. Later this afternoon, we've got uh, Northern against Port Huron Unified. Consolation game at one tomorrow. The championship game's at three. Tuffin played it around the boards in his own zone. Worked it out to center ice. Furtaw couldn't get any further than that. So the Vikings will regroup and retry. Back in his own zone is Douglas. Harrison Douglas lifted it out center ice, and then it had it whacked right back to the Tars line. Feeding it ahead was Koleski, but that missed everybody, and that'll slide down the ice for another icing call. So we've had several icing calls both ways. 
Faceoff is going to be coming back down into the tar zone. In high school, you can change players after an icing call. Another face-off to the left of the Tars' goal. Comes back to Minesburg. He'll dump it off into the right circle. Nobody there, so the Tars will get to it, and Kramer will push it out center ice. Minesburg back in his own zone. Flipped one ahead. That did a stanchion and stayed in the Viking zone. It'll be feathered down the ice, and ooh, that went just wide of the goal. Dan Durant played that one cautiously, but he sensed it was going to go wide, and it did slither wide for another icing call. Not by much, though. That thing tipped off the side of the goal as it was going by. So now we'll get a face-off in the Vikings zone. Donaldson will rattle it around the boards off a of tar and out to center ice. Stalker chasing back into his own zone to get it. Pulls up off to the side of his own net. He'll sweep it to the opposite corner now, and it'll be played there by Kramer. Kramer is a big guy back there on the blue line. They'll work it out center ice. Charging back up over the line now and moving in with a quick shot there was Koleski and a glove save made by McKinney, and he'll hang on to it. And we'll get a face-off again in the Viking zone this time. 13-27 to play, opening period. No score yet. We'll get a face-off in the Marysville zone, and they'll bring the big line back out. Turner to take the defensive zone drop in against French. Turner won the face-off. Donaldson played it up the boards. Lavalley pushes it center ice. Noah Lavalley to Ben Lavalley, cutting on the right side from a sharp angle, and it's knocked away by Danderand. Ends up in behind the net. Noah Lavalley digs it out there, takes it to the right wing corner, taps it back on the right point to Donaldson. Donaldson will send the shot through traffic and sail it up over top the goal. Pinching in off the point is Kuhn. Kuhn played it in behind the net. Ben Lavalley with it there. Pushes it loose to Noah Lavalley, right wing corner, then back side of the net for Ben Lavalley. He's tied up. Centering feed didn't get through. French got in the way of that. Now Nola Valley got in the way of the referee, and that broke up the play and allows the Tars to sweep it out center ice. Kuhn from center will shoot it right back up over the line. Now in behind his own goal is Gents. He'll swing it around the boards back out to center. Donaldson lays it ahead. Nice play to Noah LaValle. He'll tip it over the line too far for Turner to get to, but now Noah LaValle with a steal. Right circle in front for Turner with a chance. He scored on the rebound. The redirect was stopped by Dan Duran, but Turner stayed with it, and he taps the rebound into the open goal and gives Marysville a one to nothing lead. Braden Turner going to the net again, and he gets rewarded a lot of times when he does that. And that combination of Turner and LaValle in its second year of lighting it up. 4.28, the time of the goal here in the opening period, and it's a one to nothing Vikings lead. We'll see if there's a second assist, but Noah LaValle should get the primary helper. And they gave Mitch Donaldson the assist, but that was definitely Noah LaValle that uh, fed that puck out in front. So I'm going to keep him as the assist, and we'll just add a second assist to Mitch Donaldson. Donaldson was on the ice, but he wasn't the guy that made the play there. It was Noah LaValle who did that. Now Myers in behind the goal gets shoved down from behind on a uh, cross check from Antico, and Antico is going to get a penalty here for Anchor Bay. And Marysville has got a real good power play, folks. And they'll get an opportunity here on an interference call to Antico. 
And if you're Anchor Bay, you want to stay out of the box today. Four fifty-nine, the time of the penalty call to Antico for interference. And here is Noah Lavalley, top of the left circle, trying to spin away from his man, Lavalley. Finally just had it knocked away. They just wouldn't let up on it, and Koleski knocks it the other way. And uh, hustling back was Minesburg to keep Koleski from getting to the loose puck. Now it's three Vikings back the other way. Turner up over the line. Right circle with a backhand try and a glove save made by Danderand, and he'll hang on to it. And we'll get a face-off in the Anchor Bay zone. 135 left on this Viking power play. They lead it one to nothing with 11.35 to play here in the first period. Turner won the draw. Van Hood again with a blast, and he ripped it up over top the crossbar and up into the netting. Ooh, he just stepped into that one off the faceoff. And that's a good thing it missed everybody. So we'll do it again. Off to the left of the goal. Vikings control the draw. They get it back to the point to Minesburg. They run the little umbrella system. Minesburg, the only man up top. Now it's Noah LaValle along the left wing boards. He's tied up there. Good job by Larabelle, and Larabelle will find an opening and shoot it down the ice. Again, chasing after it was Koleski, but Minesburg will get there first. Aiden Minesburg through center, rushes it up over the line into the right circle and then almost into the slot, and then it was poked away. Now Koleski trying to break away the other way. He's got three men chasing him. Koleski to the net, and he couldn't get the shot away. The Vikings got back and broke it up before Koleski could shoot it. He was in cold, though, and Marysville came dogging back. Now the other way. It's Noah LaValle all the way around the goal with it. Sets it up in the slot. Van Hoot again a drive, and he missed the net. Rebound to Ben LaValle, right circle. Back on the line to Minesburg. Minesburg moves at center point, goes right circle to Turner. 35 seconds on the Viking power play. They've had as many chances as they've given up. Minesburg, a shot and the save made by Dan Duran, and he'll catch that one and hang on to it. Marysville has had two or three good looks on the power play, but they've also given up a couple of near chances for Koleski. I'm not sure how Koleski didn't get a shot away on that last one. He was in cold being chased from behind. I'm also not sure how, if Marysville stopped them, how they didn't take a penalty doing it. Tars will win this draw and they'll get a clear. That will help their cause as Donaldson has it in behind his own net now for Marysville. One more rush here with the man advantage. 15 seconds left on the power play. Long stretch pass through center. Coates works it up over the line, but that will be broken up and fired off the glass and down the ice by Brada, and that will kill off the penalty. So Marysville 0 for 1 on the power play. That is a big kill for Anchor Bay. Ten minutes straight up to go here in the first period. And the Vikings up 1 to nothing. And moving through center, Coates charges up over the line. A three-man rush. Coates takes it down in behind the goal. Had it knocked off his stick, and it'll get by Myers and all the way back down the ice. No icing here, so McKinney's going to come up and fire the puck ahead himself. That pass missed. Everybody comes out center ice. Peacock at his own line. Drops it back deeper into his own zone. Kramer around the net will fire one ahead, and it'll just come out center ice. Connelson's pass broken up in the neutral zone by Steele. They'll fire it back down in behind the Viking goal. Taken there by Myers. Tried to work it ahead to Jero. That pass didn't connect. Now Donaldson will have to turn back into his own zone. 
Fires a long pass ahead. Jero deflects it right down in on goal, and that was a tricky play for Danderand. He made it, though. Now back down low, a centering pass out in front by Furtaw doesn't connect, and it'll be tapped all the way back down into the Viking zone off of a Marysville player, so no icing here. And Lone will play it ahead quickly. Now it's Furtaw through center for Tuffin. That was off Tuffin's skate. Play a little scrambly right now. Charging back the other way and up over the line is Bonnet. He pulls up for Reckenham. Reckenham now played it back on the blue line. French covering up for his defense partner. Just flung it off to the open wing and the Vikings will get there first and flip it out center ice. Very scrambly at the moment with not a whole lot of flow. Long lead pass out to center. And it'll be played up over the line by Lone. That's broken up, and now on the counterattack, here come the Tars. Shot knocked away by McKinney. Puck loose in the slot, and a drive by French went just wide of the goal. He was open in the slot and had the opportunity there. Now the Vikings. Minesburg got around French through center. Three Vikings over the line. Minesburg, a drive. He scored! Minesburg just put his head down from about 40 feet, and he ripped one, and Dan Duran caught it with part of the glove, but it had too much steam, and it pops out and into the net to give the Vikings a 2-0 lead. Aiden Minesburg. He made a tricky little move just inside his own blue line, starting that whole rush out. 9.03, the time of the goal, making it 2-0 for the Vikings. Unassisted goal for Minesburg at 9.03. Now the Vikings trying to add to it. Minesburg trying to get loose, but it'll be stripped away, and Stalker will backhand it back out to center. Slapped right back up over the Tars line, and Stalker's pass is picked off. Moving in now is Cullen Myers. Cullen Myers put it right out in front, and a chance there was knocked away. Right on the doorstep was Trevor Wallace, and he had a good look there, and that was a big stop by Danderand. And now back the other way comes Larabelle. Larabelle cuts to the middle as he crosses the Marysville line, ends up left circle, drops it back at the left point, gets it back from Stalker, plays it now down in behind the goal. Centering feed intended for Bonnet, didn't get through. Comes back to the right point, and a drive there is knocked away as Peacock stepped into one. And now back the other way come the Vikings. Cullenmeyer chips it up over the line and then peels back for a change. Peacock in his own zone. Swings it around now for Stalker. Stalker will play it up the boards for Koleski. Koleski had to backpedal to get to that loose puck, and now he'll work it ahead. Larabelle forced back all the way back toward his old goaltender, and uh, Dandurand will just kneel down and cover up the puck. And Larabelle points to his chest. He says, that was my fault. He kind of got uh, lost in his direction there, and he ended up skating all the way from the top of the left circle in his own zone right into the goal crease. So we'll get a face-off again in the tar zone. 2-0 Vikings, 6.37 to go here in the first. Kaza from the line with a shot, and that hit bodies out in front and skipped just wide. Ben LaValle's got it now. Tried to leave it for Turner. Stepping in front of that, though, was Rickenham. And the Tars will get it out center ice. Kicked up over the line. Steele from the right circle took a shot. That one was blocked by Kaza. And the Vikings are on it, and they'll work it ahead, but... It deflects and ends up in the Marysville bench stopping play, and I think that's going to keep the face off in the zone as well. 
6-12 to play, opening period. 2-0 uh, Marysville on top. They got a Braden Turner goal at 428 and an Aiden Minesburg goal at 9.03 here in the first period. They had the only power play of the period, but both goals came at even strength. Turner down in the corner in his own zone. All tied up there. Puck will come loose into the circle, and a quick shot by French is gobbled up by McKinney. Anchor Bay's had a couple of good looks, and McKinney has been tough when he's had to be. We're going to get a penalty here as we're getting a roughing call against uh, Connor Myers of the uh, Vikings. Roughing to Myers here at 10.58. Gives Anchor Bay their first power play of the game. Chance to maybe get back into this one. They'll send it to Peacock at the right point. They'll go left side for the one-timer off the goalpost. On a quick shot there. Comes back out to the point again. This is Stalker sending it down low, and that one hit the crossbar on the one-timer by French. They're all around it. It'll come back to Peacock at the right point this time. He'll go right circle to French. French holds it along the boards, takes a look, moves to the dot, and then peels back again. French being very patient, holding, holding. Tried to hit uh, Steele sneaking in, and that's picked off by Minesburg, and he'll find an opening and slither it down the ice. Danderand out of the net, plays it in behind his own goal, and they'll reset. Peacock leaves it for French, and French will skate it up the ice. Here's French up over the line. French right down the middle into the slot, and then finally Jero got in the way, and it'll be picked off and flung down the ice. Boy, French was one more move away from pulling that off. And Giro just got in the way. Peacock up ahead for Larabelle. He'll sweep it out center ice behind Steele, but picked up now by French. Up the left side, he dropped it back at center ice to Steele. He'll turn back at his own line. 45 seconds left on the power play. Now Peacock swings it ahead. Here's Larabelle up over the line. Tried to drop it to Koleski, but that's broken up. And the Vikings' Van Hoodigan will send it down the ice. Quick pass ahead to French. French hit his teammate's skate, and it's taken away. And right back up over the line now is Furtaw, and he'll just dump it off in behind the goal. 25 seconds left on the Tars power play. They had a lot of chances early. They had a goal post and a crossbar in the first few seconds, but now they've struggled to get it back into the zone and get it reset. And just 10 seconds left on the advantage. Long pass out at center. Picked up by Larabelle. Larabelle. Pestered by Tuffin, so he has to drop it back into his own zone. Rickenham will play it ahead at center ice. Koleski didn't get very far. Penalty over. And Myers out of the box. Vikings back at full strength. Neither team has scored on the power play here in the first, but the Vikings lead it 2-0. Just under four minutes to go in the opening stanza. Rickenham will play it out center ice. Too far for Antico, so Rickenham will try it again as Wallace forces him back inside his own blue line. It'll be pushed back out center ice, and right now the Vikings have a neutral zone blanket on the Tars. And those red jerseys can't get it over the red line right now. Antico forced back into his own zone. Cuts out in front of his own net with it. Slides it up the boards, and stepping in front of that was Cullen Myers. Kaza from the blue line fed one in front. That's pushed off into the corner by Brada. Now it'll be picked up and skated away by Bonnet. Here's Bonnet through center. Bonnet up the left side and over the line. Into the left circle, pulls up now. 
Sends it back on the left point. Antico had his shot blocked. He holds it in at the line, though. He'll try again. Tipped in front, and that's sticked aside by McKinney. Ends up in the corner, and the pass back to the point got away from Kramer and came out center ice. So Kramer circles all the way back into his own zone. Plays one across for Antico. Antico stick handles his way through center, up across the Viking line. He drops it back now, and that'll be broken up. And here's a lead feed just out of the reach of Cullen Meyer, who would have broken in all alone. Now back in his own zone, Bonnet feeds one ahead. That pass missed Forrester and trickles back into the Viking zone far enough for icing with 2.27 to go here in the opening period. Look at a faceoff back down into the Anchor Bay zone. Forrester was uh, one of the three starting forwards, and I think that was his first shift since the opening shift of the game. Vikings win the draw shot from the point. Slithers wide of the goal. Down in the corner, Ben LaValle trying to get it free. Working hard. He's got Turner over there helping him out, and Turner's got it in behind the goal. Out in front for Noah LaValle for Ben LaValle. One pass too many, and it's broken up and poked away, and French starts back the other way. They got a little too cute out in front and never got a shot away on what was an open chance. Now Turner in his own zone. Pushes it ahead at center. Three on one. Noah LaValle up the right side. In front for Turner. Oh, what a stop, and the rebound ends up in the net. I think Ben LaValle cleaned it up and banged it home, but a great save by Dan Durand originally on Turner, but that's the second time the Vikings have found a rebound in the crease and swept it home. So it's 3-0 for Marysville. The goal coming here at 15.08, and I believe it will be Ben LaValle's goal. From Turner and Noah LaValle. Yep, so Ben LaValle from Braden Turner and Noah LaValle. And it's 3-0 now for Marysville, and the big line has two of the goals. Sandwiched around the Minesburg goal. Well, it doesn't feel like it's been that uneven of a period, but Marysville now has a three-goal lead here. Body check just outside the Tars line will allow Steele to get the puck. He'll play it back to the Marysville line. Kuhn retreats back in behind his own goal. Kuhn will fire it up the boards now. Ben LaValle kicked it with his skate to the blue line, but not out of the zone. And now, second effort, it will come out of the zone. Lifted back in by Stalker, knocked down by Minesburg. Nice pass ahead for Jero. Jero over the line with a nice little drop pass. Cutting to the net now is Donaldson with a backhand try, and that one was knocked away. Now Coates in behind the goal is tied up, and Larabelle comes out with the puck. Larabelle for Anchor Bay. Charging the other way, 40 seconds to go here in the first period, and finally Minesburg took it away from Larabelle, who was just trying to do it himself. Here's Steele throwing one across the zone. That'll be intercepted by Hunter Glenn. He'll swing in behind his own goal for the Vikings. Works it ahead. Jero didn't see the puck in his skates at first. Now Minesburg has to retreat and regroup here for Marysville. 15 seconds in the period as he flips it out center ice. Coates couldn't knock it down, and it'll be played the other way. Just out of the reach of Jonathan Coyne, who's out for his first shift here for Anchor Bay. Minesburg in behind his own goal. Cuts in front of his own net. Fires one down the ice and will get called for icing 
with one second left in the period. And Minesburg, who doesn't normally make mistakes like that, just kind of shrugs his shoulders and looks up at the ceiling. Vikings will send Turner out to take this draw. 1.2 seconds officially on the clock here. And Turner will steer it into the corner, and that'll do it for the first period. Marysville three, Anchor Bay nothing after one. And uh, we'll uh, have the uh, stats for you in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Derek Lean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Lean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Lean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor when you run with us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet nothing runs like a deer search john deere gator for more contact one of tri-county equipment's 10 locations in bad axe birch run burton carroll fenton lapeer marlette reese saginaw or sandusky or visit tri-county equipment online at tricountyequipment.com looking for a new career magna international could be the place for you located in st Clair, off range road magna was named one of forbes 2020 world's best employers Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 918 
The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. Each team took one penalty in the first period. Neither team scored on the power play. Marysville outshot Anchor Bay 11-5. The Tars hit a post and a crossbar in that first period. The Vikings hit the back of the net three times. Braden Turner from Noah LaValle and Mitch Donaldson at 428. Aiden Meinsberg, an unassisted goal at 903. And Ben LaValle from Braden Turner and Noah LaValle at 1508. The three scoring plays in the opening stanza. It's 3-0 Marysville. We'll be back with more in just a moment here on get stuck on sports.com. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval, equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 401863. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grass. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. 
The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. More hockey coming up uh, later this afternoon when we have Port Huron Unified going up against Port Huron Northern in the other semifinal here at the Larry Manns uh, Tournament. Then we'll have the consolation game at 1 o'clock tomorrow and the championship game at 3 o'clock tomorrow here on Stream 1, while tomorrow at 4.30 in the afternoon, Brady will be at Ford Field for the uh, Division Five High School Football Championship game between Marine City and uh, Grand Rapids Catholic Central. So a busy weekend of high school sports for you right here on GetStuckOnSports.com. And that will include period number two coming up next here. Marysville 3, Anchor Bay nothing is your score. And we'll start the second when we Dara Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dara Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor. 810-982-7044. DuraClean by Bachelor. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Service. Services LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water Area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. 
This is Daniel Squires of Vincent's Heating and Plumbing. Call us to set up a tune-up for your gas furnace or boiler to make certain it's safe and ready to keep you warm for the coming cold. Our tech takes about 90 minutes for all the safety checks and maintenance needed. You can save $20 off the regular price, plus we'll send your sports or band boosters a matching $20 donation when you use a special coupon. To get your coupon, visit vhpinc.com forward slash sports. Then to schedule your service, call Vincent's Heating and Plumbing at 810-985-7103. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, welcome back here to McMoran Arena. Dennis Stuckey with you. 3-0 Marysville on top in this one. First period goals from Braden Turner, Aiden Minesburg, and Ben LaValle for the Vikings. They outshot the Tars 11-5 in the first period, but really, that's a little deceiving too. I really didn't feel like one team dominated the other in the first period, just that Marysville was more opportunistic, and uh, they scored on their chances. A couple of rebound goals after uh, Danderan made a couple of really good first saves. One on Turner, and he got his own rebound and put it in. And the uh, other one was again on Turner, and Ben LaValle jumped on the rebound. He probably wishes he had the Minesburg uh, goal over again. He got most of that one, and then it just flopped out of his glove and into the net. And at the uh, other end, McKinney was good when he had to be, and also... He got the help from the goalpost and the crossbar during that one anchor bay power play. Teams are at full strength here. We had just two minor penalties called in the first period. Turner out at center ice to strip to the puck by Bonnet. He overskates it right at the Marysville line, though, and uh, Noah LaValle fires one ahead, just misses Ben LaValle, and that'll be an icing call. One of those ones you don't really mind because he's got to make that pass because if they connect, Ben LaValle has got a chance up that right side to go all the way to the net with it. But it was just under his stick, and because he was just astride behind the blue line or the red line, he gets called for the icing call. Turner, though, is pretty nifty on those face-offs and a long stretch pass ahead, and here's Ben LaValle behind the defense going right on goal with a chance and the save made by Danderan, and Lucas Danderan will hang on to that one. And remember that save. That's a big one here early on in this second period. We're just 34 seconds into the second. And Marysville with an excellent scoring chance there. Clearly it's cliched, but clearly it's the truth. Anchor Bay needs the next goal in this one or they're in trouble. Out at center, a couple of sticks come together. The puck ends up down on the tar zone. No icing here. It'll be wheeled around the board and knocked down and held in by Turner. Turner now in the corner. Slithers one out in front and that one will be broken up and scooped out to center by Harrison Douglas. At his own line, Donaldson being bothered by Antico. Pushed ahead though. Now Nola Valley with a chance. Streaking over the line. In with a shot and he ripped that one just wide. Oh, he was going to try to pick the top corner on the stick side and he didn't miss by much. Marysville getting some freewheeling chances here in the opening minute of play in the second. Puck pinballs across the tire zone. Merrihue will work it out center ice. Now Forrester played it back at his own line. And it's stripped away from Wreckingham. 
And Gerald will play it back down and behind the goal. Van Hoodigan throwing out in front. Here's Gerald with a chance. Another chance, and it was blocked in front, never got through to the net. Still loose. They jam away at it. Van Hoodigan in behind the goal. Fed it back on the line. Donaldson's shot was knocked down, and it'll be pushed back out center ice again. Now Connor Myers threw one ahead too far for Coates, and they're going to call that icing. Boy, Marysville with some pressure and some chances all around that Anchor Bay net here in the first two minutes of this second period. Trying to add to a three-goal lead. That time, Dan Duran didn't have to make any saves. His defensemen were blocking everything right at the top of the goal crease. French off the faceoff, worked it in behind the goal. He had a good first period for Anchor Bay. He was one of their more noticeable players. This time he gets stripped of the puck by Jarrow. Comes out center ice, and Kramer shoots it right back down into the Viking zone. Hunter Glynn plays it up the boards. Van Hoodigan will push it out center ice, and it'll be fired right back up over the line by Stalker. Now Jero on the right side, sweeps it cross ice, and Van Hoodigan's got room up the left side. Over the line with a shot that's blocked, and that'll just dribble to the net and be covered up by Dan Durand, who will hang on to it. We'll get a face-off in the Anchor Bay zone. 14.35 to go, second period. Marysville enjoying a 3-0 lead in this one here at McMoran Arena in game one of the Larry Manns tournament. Coates off the face-off, swept one right through the slot area. Nobody could get a stick on it. At the right point, Connor Myers golfs one, and ooh, that was blocked by French, and that stung. Looked like it might have hit him up in the wrist. And he keeps going, though, chasing after that loose puck in the neutral zone now. It'll be Brada who will play it up over the line. That'll be taken away, though. And Glenn's pass misses everybody, and this will be icing against the Vikings. And that'll give French now a chance to go over to the bench and kind of shake his hand a little bit. That one stung. Bonne will take the faceoff here for Anchor Bay to the right of Tyler McKinney. He won it cleanly to Koleski. Backhand shot. McKinney will stick that one away, no problem. Ends up in the corner. Wrestling match for it there. Minesburg trying to lock it in along the boards. Tuffin came over for the Vikings to try to dig it loose. Larabelle pushed it back up the boards, and it ends up right back down in the corner. Kaza checked by Larabelle. Larabelle's got it right circle. Threw one out in front and cutting to the net and getting knocked down there was Bonne. And we'll get a face-off in the Viking zone off to the left of McKinney, who was able to freeze the puck there. Bonnet was just one more wiggle away from getting in there clean. We've seen that a few times uh, this afternoon for both sides. Toughen against Bonnet here on the face-off. Bonnet wins another draw. There's Kramer with a shot, and that hit Kaz in front. Now Bonnet tried to walk it in front on the backhand, and it was poked away before he could pull the trigger. Puck ends up over the glass and out of play, and they're going to say it went off a tar and bring the faceoff out of the zone. So Bonnet wins another faceoff. Kramer slams it back in. This little trickle around the boards and come to the line. Furtaw couldn't work it out, and a shot from the point 
will be covered by McKenney, and he's got a glare for Koleski, who came in after the fact and tried to jab that puck out of his glove. He didn't like that. Stalker was the man at the right point that took the initial shot that was stopped. Wallace will take the faceoff here for the Vikings in their own zone. And he'll win this one against Larabelle. Puck will come to the line, and Kramer stepped up to hold it in. Koleski off to the side of the net now. He's tied up. Bonnet played it off to the side of the net. Koleski in behind the goal. Bonnet's triple shifting here. He hasn't come off the ice in a while. He's got it down on the right wing corner. Bonnet all the way to the right circle. Dangles his way to the top of the circle. Took a shot. Knocked down side of the net. Kramer jamming at it and a save by McKinney. And now it's back the other way. And Larabelle will take it away from Cullen Myers and sweep it right back down into the Marysville zone. So it was early Marysville pressure and now Anchor Bay for the last couple of shifts trying to crank it up here on Marysville and get back into this game. Bonnet was stripped of it though, left circle. And he's just out of gas now as he heads back over to the bench. Here's Cullen Myers over the line with a shot and that's sticked aside by the goaltender Dan Durand. And now back the other way comes Antico. Antico to center. Takes a check from Schroeder as he dumps it back down into the Viking zone. Donaldson will get there first for Marysville. Little spin move in the corner. Donaldson cuts in front of his own net, plays it up the right wing boards, and that's broken up before it could get to Garrett Schroeder. Collision out at center ice. Two players way away from the play. Bumped into each other and went down, one from each team. It's down in behind the Viking goal. Donaldson played it to the line, not out. Long shot from the point, whistled wide of the goal by Peshava. And now it'll be covered up off the end boards. It bounced off to the side of the net. And McKinney just says enough's enough. He's going to reach down and cover it and hold on to it for a faceoff. 12 minutes straight up to go here in the second period. 3-0 Marysville, all the scoring in the first period. Turner wins the faceoff in his own zone. Here's Ben LaValle forced back in behind his own net. Ooh, a big hit. He just put on one of the tar players back there. I think that was Steele, and he sent him flying. That'll give Glenn a chance to move the puck. He gets it center ice. Here come three Vikings. Turner charging over the line to Noah LaValle. Back to Turner, and it hopped on the over his stick at the last second, or he would have had a tap-in for his second goal of the game. Now the Tars, French the other way. French in with a shot and a glove saved by McKenney, and he'll hang on. It opens up there, and we go end-to-end. Every time that uh, Turner line with the two LaValle's is out there, though, Marysville gets a scoring chance. Noah LaValle has been a big goal scorer his first two years at Marysville. He had 17 as a freshman, and I'm fairly certain he had over 20 last year. But this year, he's been the setup man. He had three assists in the Bishop Foley game, and he's got two assists in this one. Here's Glenn. Play starting to get physical, and it's Marysville that's been dishing out the hits. Oh, look out. Kramer slammed into Connor Myers, and he's going to get a penalty for that as uh, he stepped up to try to get physical for Anchor Bay, but he did it to a guy who didn't have the puck. Now down in the corner, some pushing and shoving. Trevor Peacock is trying to uh, get one of the Viking players to react. They continue to push and shove, but... There is going to be a penalty coming up here to Kramer. This will be for interference. 
And again, Marysville has doled out two or three big hits this period. And that was just Kramer trying to respond to it. But he just picked a bad spot to do it. He came charging up and belted a Viking player coming across the center of the ice who didn't have the puck and wasn't anywhere near it. 5.56 will be the time of this penalty call. And Marysville will get an opportunity here on the power play. I believe the official's really giving Kramer a long lecture here before he lets him get into the penalty box. I don't think any of that other pushing and shoving drew any penalty calls. I think it's just the Kramer penalty here. Now we are getting roughing calls, I believe, added to this. Kramer definitely got an interference call, and then I saw the official make a roughing call. Nobody else has gone to the box, though. Oh, so they've given both penalties to Kramer. He gets interference and roughing, and it'll be a four-minute penalty to the Tars defenseman. And as I mentioned earlier, the Marysville power play scores a lot of goals, and now you're giving them... Four minutes to work with here. Already up 3 nothing in the game. 11-04 still to play in the second period. There's a lot of hockey left. But I think it'll be hard-pressed for Anchor Bay to get through the next four minutes without getting scored on. That's just based on what I've seen over the last uh, couple of seasons with Marysville and what they do on the power play. And they've got the big guns out there now. Turner centering the two Lavallies with Minesburg and Donaldson. Or no, check that Van Hoot again. And now, what are they doing? They're taking Aiden Minesburg and putting him in the penalty box. So... Minesburg has now gone into the penalty box. I don't. The board has four minutes up for Anchor Bay and nothing up for Marysville. And we'll just wait and see. So now it's going to be four minutes to Anchor Bay and two minutes to Marysville. So really they didn't need to put the two roughing penalties up on the board, did they? No, no. We're going to play four on four first. And then it's going to be a power play. Okay. So two minutes of four on four and then a Viking power play. But now we're going to get another penalty called here. An elbowing penalty. And I think this is Braden Turner, the Vikings, who's going to go to the box. And now it's really getting confusing. And we're getting a lot of penalties here. So Turner will get an elbowing penalty here. 6.15, the time of this call. So we've got 3.41 left on the double minor to Kramer. 1.42 left on Minesburg's penalty, and now a penalty to Turner. And it's actually an Anchor Bay power play now. Four against three. Vikings win the faceoff, though, and they'll get it cleared out to center ice. 
Ben LaValle in the neutral zone. Will retreat all the way back into his own zone. They're going two forwards and one D here on the PK. The Vikings are. They've got both LaValle's out with Donaldson. Donaldson will shoot it down. Out of the net comes uh, Danderand to play it himself. And out through center ice they come now. Charging over the line is Koleski, and his shot is blocked by Donaldson up over the glass and out of play. Koleski had some speed working up there. He came tearing up over the line. Marysville's going to get a man out of the box here in 111. And then it'll go back to four on four for about 18 seconds, and then the Vikings will go on the power play. If all of that makes sense to you. Another Marysville clear, and now French trying to work out of his own zone. Forced back by Noah LaValle. French circles back in front of his own net and starts out again. Aiden French charges up over the line into the left circle with it. Got around LaValle. French right to the net with a shot and a save made by McKinney. And that was a good stop as French just kind of created an opportunity for himself. And McKinney had to make a big save there. 48 seconds left on this Anchor Bay power play. Their second of the game. They'll win the faceoff. Steele, side of the net, shot from the left circle, kicked away, and then he soccer kicked one at the net that McKinney catches and hangs on to. That wasn't his intent, but he kind of reacted to the puck going by by sticking his foot up and kicking at it, and he kicked it right back at the goal. Here's Steele digging it out of the corner now. 35 seconds on this advantage. French side of the net takes it into the right circle. Then feeds it back on the right point to Stalker. Back to French, right circle. He'll take a look now. Peels back out towards the blue line. French between the circles, shooting, and a save by McKinney. And he'll hang on to that one and hold it for another faceoff. These are good chances, but the uh, the man in front for Anchor Bay is standing off to the side instead of getting in front of McKinney. 20 seconds left on the penalty to Minesburg. That's the penalty that's giving them the advantage right now. Stalker right point. Sends it down low now for Bonnet. Bonnet side of the net takes it in behind the goal. Looking in front, five seconds on the advantage. Bonnet tried to walk it back in front, and Jero punched it off his stick. Now Minesburg is back. We're four on four. There's a shot by Bonnet off the outside of the net. In 10 seconds, the Vikings will get a man back, and they'll have a power play. Here's Bonnet left circle. Played it back to the point, and that skipped away from Stalker. And now Minesburg charges up the left wing side over the line, shooting one, and he ripped that one off the arm of the goaltender. Now it's Myers. Vikings have the power play now as Turner's out of the box. Turner left circle back in front for Jero, and he fanned on it. And now Koleski turns back the other way, and he'll sweep it back down into the Marysville zone, and Ben LaValle is back after it. 120 left on the Viking power play now. Out through center, Ben LaValle charges up over the line. Takes it down to the left circle. Throw it right out in front, and that'll be covered up by uh, Dan Durand, and he'll hang on to it and hold it for a faceoff. 116 left on this Viking power play. Their second man advantage of the game. So we had uh, a lot of confusion. Initially, we thought Marysville was going to have a four-minute power play. Then they changed that to four and two. 
And then the Vikings picked up another penalty, and now they're sending Bonnet over to the box. So what's going on here? Anchor Bay's Bonnet has headed to the penalty box. And a five-minute penalty has been put up on the board. I did not see that. 8.40. And they have put a five-minute penalty up on the uh, board for Mark Bonnet. So this is going to be a five-on-three for Marysville and a major penalty to Mark Bonnet, who's been playing really well here in the second period. I didn't see what he did. Long conversation going on down at the uh, bench. Anchor Bay head coach Joe uh, Zaccaro clearly is not happy with the current situation. Wait again here for the announcement. See what Bonnet did, but it's going to be five against three here. 116 left on the initial Kramer double minor. And now five minutes up for Bonnet. Five minutes for cross-checking is the call. So five against three and a chance in front got away from Noah LaValle. And the Vikings will regroup at center. 55 seconds left on the two-man advantage. Minesburg along the left wing boards. Sends it back, right point. Turner moving in, moving in, moving in. Fanned on it. Then shoveled it off in behind the goal. Tracked down left wing boards by Noah LaValle. He'll swing into the left circle with it. Now between the circles. LaValle moving in. Send it right out in front. And Ben LaValle just missed it. 35 seconds left on the two-man advantage. Turner, down low, Ben LaValle. In front for Noah LaValle, deflects, held in by Turner. He'll swing it across, Van Hootigan, right circle shooting in the save made by uh, Danderan, and he'll hang on to that one. 24 seconds left on the Kramer penalty, 408 left on the major for cross-checking to Bonnet. Turner will take the face off in against Steele. Turner wins it. Noah LaValle to Minesburg at the right point. He'll move it center point. Right circle to Turner. Turner sends it back across. Left circle, Noah LaValle. Back in front. Ben LaValle tipped it right through the goal crease and just wide. Now Turner. Back to Noah LaValle. He's got it. Five seconds left on the first penalty. Goes to Turner. Right circle. Turner moves in. Back across for Noah LaValle. And that one was picked off, but held in by Van Hootigan. Kramer's back on. It's five against four now. Here's Turner right out in front, and that went right through the goal crease and just out the open side. Three and a half left on the major penalty. Noah LaValle sends it across. Turner right circle. Turner looking. Sends it back on the line to Minesburg. He'll go left circle with it to Noah LaValle. His pass across is broken up by Steele, who will pick it off and fire it all the way down the ice right in on goal. Now back down in his own zone. Minesburg taps it away from Steele, and Turner will skate it out. Turner through center, up the right wing and over the line. Cuts to the middle. Turner in with a shot knocked away. Noah LaValle picks it up right wing corner. 
Still three minutes left on the major penalty. Minesburg right point, bottom of the right circle to Turner. Turner holds it there, takes a look, sends it back cross, left circle now, Noah Valley Tried to tuck it in front, blocked. Van Hootigan, though, sweeps it back down into the left wing corner and goes in after it. He's tied up in back of the net, but Noah Valley sweeps in on it. He'll walk it back out in front, fires, and a save made by Danderand. And he'll hang on to it. And right now, a lot of possession by the Vikings, some opportunities, but Anchor Bay is... Standing their ground, and Dan Duran's making the saves. 2.41 left on the major penalty. 6.01 to go here in the second. It's still 3-0 Marysville. Steele stays out there as the penalty killer. Wallace won the faceoff. Here's Connor Myers right circle with a shot knocked away. Coates will pick it up in behind the goal now for the Vikings. Coates looking for some room to operate behind that net. Slides it left wing corner to Jarrow. Nathan Jarrow now skates it all the way out near the blue line and leaves it at the right point for Connor Myers. He'll slide it back down off to the side of the net. Coates didn't see it. It skipped right past him, and now it'll be picked up, and Koleski will fire it down the ice for Anchor Bay. 2-10 left on the major penalty to Bonnet. Donaldson in his own zone. Leaves it now for Coates. Coates will swing out from behind his own goal and try the left side. Coates streaking up the ice now. Into the left circle, takes it down in behind the net. Going for a little skate now. Coates pulls up right wing corner. Plays it in behind the goal, this time for Myers. Connor Myers now in deep. Sends it back on the right point to Donaldson. Donaldson will try the shot, blockered away by Danderan. And now Antico starts back the other way. Two on one, Anchor Bay if they hurry. Antico's got Koleski, Antico shooting. And it was blocked by the last man back. Donaldson up over the glass and out of play. And that's at least the third shorthanded chance of the game for Anchor Bay here this afternoon. And right now, their penalty killers are doing a stellar job against the uh, Vikings uh, power play. 136 left on the major penalty, 456 to go here in the second. Minesburg. Skates it through center now, back up over the line. Hayden Minesburg. One of the three Viking goals today. Skates it all the way to the right circle. Then he gets knocked down from behind. Noah Lavalley will skate in and get the puck, and now play will be whistled down because Minesburg is still down. And some more pushing and shoving out in front of the net. Ben Lavalley has got to stick up with one of the Tars. He's got his back to me. I can't see who that is. That might be Koleski. Aiden Minesburg is very slow to get up here. And we're going to have to have the trainer come off the bench and uh, take a look at him. 117 left on this Viking man advantage. A rash of penalties here in this uh, second period. Kramer got a double minor. Two for interference, two for roughing at 556. Minesburg went into the box with him on a roughing call. Then uh, at 6.15, Turner for Marysville picked up an elbowing penalty. And then at 8.40, Bonnet picked up a five-minute major for cross-checking. And that's the penalty that still has 1.17 left in it. Through all of that, Anchor Bay is 0 for 2 on the power play, and Marysville is 0 for 2 on the power play, working on their third chance. Turner in the first period at 428 opened the scoring. 
Aiden Minesburg scored at 9.03 of the first to make it 2-0. And then Ben LaValle scored at 15.08 of the first to make it 3-0. We've had no scoring here in the second, though we've had lots of chances. Good news, Minesburg is up, skated back to the bench under his own power. He's rubbing the back of his head, but I think he's going to be okay. I'm going to bring the faceoff outside the blue line to uh, add uh, insult to injury because uh, they stopped play because Minesburg was down. Vikings need to get another guy on the ice. There he is. So they got Turner with the two Lavallis. Donaldson comes out to replace Minesburg here on this first unit. And uh, Van Hoodigan, a forward, is playing the other point spot. Donaldson in the neutral zone. Gets it back from Noah LaValle. Slides one ahead now. Ben LaValle played it up over the line, and it was broken up. And play is offside. 104 left on the major penalty. Got another one coming up this afternoon. As uh, Northern and Port Huron Unified is the other semifinal here at the Larry Manns Tournament. Then tomorrow, the consolation game at 1 o'clock, the championship game around 3 o'clock. Dump back down into the Tars zone. Played by uh, Reichenham, but not out. Here's Nola Valley with a drive. That's off the shoulder of Dan Durand. Now Turner tries to walk it off the side of that in front. Van Hooten get a shot and a save made again by Dan Durand, and he stops the rebound backhand attempt by Turner. Three big stops there by Lucas Dan Durand. He's doing his part. Try to keep Anchor Bay in this hockey game. They're down 3-0. 37 seconds now left on the penalty to Bonnet. French in against uh, Turner on the draw. Turner wins it. Right point, Donaldson. Right circle, LaValle. Donaldson center point. Tried the shot. Tipped in front over top the net. Now Ben LaValle in behind the goal. He'll take a look. Ben LaValle. Skates it all the way to the left circle. Pulls up along the board. Slides it into the corner to Noah LaValle. 15 seconds on the power play. Noah LaValle down low for Turner cutting in, and it just hopped off his stick. They had a nice setup there. Turner's got it back in behind the goal. Out in front for Ben LaValle, and he couldn't find it in his feet. Noah LaValle's got it now. Out to Van Hoodigan. His pass is picked off, and French will skate it back the other way. The penalty is over. They're three up over the line as Bonnet comes out of the box. French in with a shot, and he ripped it up over top of the goal. And play opening up again for a moment, but the Vikings 0 for 3 on the power play, and those are some big kills by Anchor Bay, and now Kramer's got it right out in front, and the pass was deflected wide of the goal by Antico, and now it's picked up and skating back the other way is Noah LaValle. Here he's leading a three-man rush up over the line, tried to dangle through, and it's stripped away, and Bonnet has it. He'll play it to the line. Van Hoodigan held it in. Dumped it in behind the net. Noah LaValle put it right back into the goal crease, and it was kicked away. Now Turner feeds the line, and Donaldson's stick disintegrates as he went for the one-timer. Vikings hold it in, though. Here's Turner. Turner tied up, and then Donaldson, without a stick, moved in, and he just belted one of the Anchor Bay players to the ice, and that will force an icing. He came in and just smoked. I think that was Bonnet, and the, uh, the force of the check forced Bonnet to flip it down the ice for an icing call. Oh, Donaldson from about 40 feet out 
was all alone, and he was going to try to shoot that puck through the Zamboni gates, and his stick just snapped in half and turned to dust on him. Here's Connor Myers at the right point with a long shot, blockered away by Dandoran. The left point now, Kaza tried to drift one in front. Down low in the corner now, Furtaw. Furtaw threw it in back of the net. Trying to get to that puck was Lone. These guys haven't had much ice time this period because of all the penalties. And a long, soft shot from the blue line by Wallace will be gobbled up and held on to. And we'll get a face-off in the Anchor Bay zone. 2.06 to go here in the second. It has been a scoreless second period, but it has had a lot of activity in it. 3-0, Marysville leads it. Feel bad here. Uh, Jonathan Coyne just got out for his second shift of the game, and he wasn't out there for 10 seconds, and they made a line change. <laughs> just inside the line now, the Vikings, Kaza trying to hold it in, but it's taken away. And Rickenham will play it back up over the line. Here's Koleski now for Anchor Bay. He's angled off in behind the goal by Myers. Myers will kick it up the wall now. Furtaw back to Myers. Couldn't get it by uh, Rickenham, who pinched in down those right-wing boards. Kept that play alive. Now he's got it at the right point. He'll glass it off into the right circle. And a shot by Koleski is blocked into the corner by Kaza. Now steal to the loose puck. He'll flip it into the opposite corner. Connor Myers got there first for Marysville. Then he's checked by Koleski. So Kaza will try. And he'll just find an opening, and he'll slip it back down into the Anchor Bay zone. And they looked at each other, but they will call it icing. It went right by Brada, and I thought for a second they weren't going to call the icing there. Larabelle in against Wallace here off to the left of Tyler McKinney. Before all those penalties, Anchor Bay actually was mounting an offensive, and McKinney was busy for a little while, but we haven't called his name in quite a while. Here's a turnover, and Schroeder will get it out center ice for Marysville. Peacock in his own zone. Just dumped it to the empty boards, and holding it in is Hunter Glenn. His shot was blocked under a minute to go here in the second. Bonnet will turn back the other way now for Anchor Bay. Here's Bonnet up over the line, pulled up right circle. Spins back towards the blue line. Peacock, left point with a long shot. They score! That deflected out in front of the net and changed directions on McKinney. And Anchor Bay gets a big goal with 46 seconds to go here in the second period. It's a 3-1 hockey game. And when you consider everything that's gone on here, that is a huge goal for the Tars. 16-17. The time of the goal, and we'll wait and see who gets credit. The shot from the blue line, I'm not sure if it hit a Viking or if it hit a Tar. About 10 feet out in front of that net, but it definitely changed directions and fooled McKinney completely. So it's 3-1. to one. Now Dan Durand out of his net to play the puck. Van Hoodigan played it into the slot, and his shot is blocked off into the quarter. French is the guy who touched the puck out in front. He gets credit for the goal. P. 
Peacock, who took that shot from the line, gets the only assist on the play. I'm just giving Hunter Glenn a cross-checking penalty. Or actually, no. The Glenn penalty doesn't count. It was a delayed penalty to Glenn. And in high school, they announced the penalty anyways. The goal negated it. Here's Jero. Ten seconds to go in the period. He'll work it down into the Tars zone. It'll end up in back of the net. And Koleski trying to run out the clock. It's still down in behind the goal line, and there's the buzzer to end the period. But Anchor Bay gets a late goal and makes this a 3-1 hockey game as we'll head to the third period next here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things betting. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in. We'll take good care of you. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Offices located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grant. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, three to one hockey game uh, now as Aiden French scored from Trevor Peacock at 16-17 of the uh, second uh, period to get the uh, Tars on the uh, board. They were down three nothing after one, and uh, Marysville had uh, all sorts of power play time in the uh, middle of that uh, second period, but they were unable to add to the lead uh, and uh, keep Lucas Danderand uh, in mind because he made several big saves for Anchor Bay in that uh, second uh, period. Or this one, this one could be over by now, quite uh, frankly. But the Tars have hung around. Their penalty kill has done a good job, and they get a goal from French there in the final minute of the second. And it is a three-to-one hockey game. Shots were, if I heard them right, twelve to nine for Marysville in that second period. So 23-14, the Vikings have outshot the Tars. Marysville's 0 for three on the power play. Anchor Bay's 0 for two with the man advantage. All the goals at even strength. Turner, Minesburg, and Ben Lavalley for Marysville in the first. Aiden French in the second. It's 3-1, to one, Vikings. We're in Magnet the second International intermission. Magnet would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water Area High School Athletics. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in, we'll take good care of you. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. 
or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play -play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, after this one uh, today, we've got our second semifinal as Port Huron Unified takes on Port Huron Northern. The winners meet tomorrow at 3 o'clock in the Larry Manns Championship game. Have the consolation game tomorrow at 1 o'clock here on Stream 1. Also, tomorrow it's high school football, the state championship game in Division 5. Marine City is taking on uh, Grand Rapids Catholic Central. Brady Beaton will have the call from Ford Field starting at 430 tomorrow uh, here on GetStuckOnSports.com. The third period of our game is coming up next. Marysville 3, Anchor Bay 1. That's your score here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Come on, Raf. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. This is Daniel Squires of Vincent's Heating and Plumbing. Call us to set up a tune-up for your gas furnace or boiler to make certain it's safe and ready to keep you warm for the coming cold. Our tech takes about 90 minutes for all the safety checks and maintenance needed. You can save $20 off the regular price, plus we'll send your sports or band boosters a matching $20 donation when you use a special coupon. To get your coupon, visit vhpinc.com forward slash sports. Then to schedule your service, call Vincent's Heating and Plumbing at 810-985. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. The Port Aaron Prowlers' seventh season is off and running. This weekend, the Prowlers are on the road Friday and Saturday night taking on FPHL newcomer, the Binghamton Black Bears. For information on how to watch, go to phprowlers.com. The Prowlers will return home on December 9th and 10th when rival Carolina comes to town. For tickets, call the McMoran box office at 810-985-6166. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. All right, welcome back. Both teams are at full strength to start the uh, third period here. And uh, we have had a rash of penalties uh, in the uh, game. Seven total. Three to Marysville and uh, four to Anchor Bay, including a major penalty to uh, Bonnet, but uh, the tires fought through all of that. They were shorthanded two men at one point. For a minute 16, they had the major penalty to kill. At one point, Marysville was down four against three, and they uh, killed that off. That was for a minute and 16 seconds. So 3-1 the score. The goal late in the second period for Anchor Bay. Let's see if that gives them some life here to start the third. Noah LaValle, though, will attack. He'll throw one back on the line. Shot by Meinsberg. Oh, big save again. Sharp angles. Shot by Turner. Knocked away. Oh, two more big stops there by Danderan. Now it's Nola Valley along the right wing boards. Pushed it into the corner for Turner. Turner's centering pass was blocked. Still down in behind the net. Now it pops right out in front. Shoveled to the line by Stalker, and it does come out center ice. Now a turnover. Here's French moving in with a chance and a save made there by McKenney. He comes up big, and we're going to, I believe, get a penalty called here. The arm is uh, up, and a Viking is headed to the box, and this might be Turner. Interference to Turner, and Anchor Bay is going to get an early power play chance here. What a chance. First two chances by the Vikings, and Anderad was terrific. And then French, who has the Anchor Bay goal in this one, had a chance to get a second one. 45 seconds is the time of this penalty here in the third period. 
Turner in the box, and he's probably their best penalty killer, too. Early opportunity, Anchor Bay. French will start from his own zone. He'll carry it through center. French charges up over the line into the left circle, takes it around Minesburg, and then drops it back. Here is Koleski, left circle. Koleski in front, backhand, try and a save by McKenney. And he comes up big there. Koleski never really looked like he had a clean opportunity there, and then all of a sudden, there he was about 15 feet out with a backhand try. Vikings will get possession off the faceoff, and Minesburg will sweep it down the ice. Minute 20 left here on this Anchor Bay power play. We're early in the third. It's 3-1 Marysville. Larabelle, his pass is picked off in the neutral zone by Jero. Here's Jero back up over the line. Got it over to Van Hoodigan. Van Hoodigan now will slip it down in behind the Anchor Bay goal. Minesburg's going to move down low and get there first. Minesburg in back of the net. Then he's rubbed out of the play on a big hit from Stalker. Here's Steele in behind the goal. Tied up. Minesburg just won't quit on this puck. And now he's going to flip it all the way back to his own blue line to Donaldson, and they'll rag it a little bit. 50 seconds on the penalty. Finally broken up at center by Larabelle. He's back up over the line with French and Koleski. French spins it back on the left point to Steele. Steele sends it back down low now. Here's Larabelle, left circle. Larabelle trying to get free. Sends it back on the blue line. Shot by Brada, knocked down out in front. Koleski a chance. Loose in front, empty net for Larabelle, and he scores. And it's 3-2 on a power play goal for Anchor Bay. And we've got a hockey game all of a sudden. The Tars were all around the front of the net there. Koleski had the first chance. I think it was Larabelle who scored on the rebound. But again, we'll wait and get the official. But the goal comes at 2-14 on the man advantage. And makes it a 3-2 game. They're giving Koleski credit for the goal. And they gave Steele the assist along with uh, Reckenham. So... I thought it was a right-hand shot that put that puck in the net. Koleski did have the first chance out in front, but they will give Evan Koleski credit for the goal on the power play. And they give uh, Braden Steele. And Justin Reckenham the assist. Goal comes at 2.14 on the power play. Tars are one for three with the man advantage, and it's now a three-to-two hockey game. Oh, I can do that. Get me my roster. I needed a big red roster for game uh, two today, which will be coming up after this one. Thank you very much. So it's a three-two score now with a lot of hockey to go in this one. Just under 14 minutes to uh, play in his own zone. Merrihue will get it out to the blue line, but no further. It's sent right back in the zone, so Gents will try, and he'll get it ahead out at center. French will push it back up over the line. Glenn going back after it for the Vikings. Swings it around now for Myers. 
Myers is tied up, though, down low by Merrihue, but now it'll come out center ice. Here's Noel Lavalley over the line. One against three right now. And he'll work his way down in behind the goal. Put it right out in front, and Ben Lavalley tapped it just wide of the goal. And then Noah bumped it to the referee down there. And the ref is right in the middle of a four-man scrum. And finally, he's going to uh, stop playing. Is he calling a penalty against somebody? He's calling a penalty here against uh, somebody. Noel Lavalley is uh, going to the the, uh, box here. Now, he came around. He was making a play on the puck, and he and the official got tangled up. I can't imagine what he did there to earn a penalty, though. But uh, in that uh, scrum, Lavalley either said something or did something because he's going to the box. And Anchor Bay, who just got a power play goal, are going to get another power play chance here. the time of this penalty. I don't know. Maybe this is just unsportsmanlike. Yeah, he gave him an unsportsmanlike penalty. So he must have said or done something to the ref there during that scrum to show his displeasure for the ref getting in the way and creating the scrum. So the Tars, one for three on the power play, get their fourth chance. Down a goal here. Bonnet up over the line for French in the slot. It hopped off his stick, though, and it'll be taken away by Mitch Donaldson. Donaldson, one against four over the line. Donaldson trying to go all the way through, and then it slid off his stick as he moved to the backhand, and Peacock will tap it loose. And now back the other way comes Koleski. He'll charge through center. Koleski into the left circle with it. Sharp angle shot. Juggled by McKenney, but he's got the loose puck right at the top of the crease. And he'll hang on to it. And Peacock got flattened behind him. And the Vikings are roughing him up for the moment. But they'll get everybody separated. 114 left on this Anchor Bay power play. It's 3-2 Marysville. They had a 3-0 lead at the end of the first period in this game. And the Tires have just kept hanging around. The faceoff now, Larabell near the line. Swept one down into the right wing corner. And it'll be dug out by Bonnet. Bonnet, side of the net, moves right in front, fired, and that's knocked away. Koleski in front, backhand try, save McKenney, And he's got the rebound covered before Larabell could get a stick on it. And we'll get a faceoff now off to the left of Tyler McKenney with a minute left on the penalty to Noah Lavalley. 12-11 to play here in the third period. Peacock at the right point for Anchor Bay. Left circle, it goes to Steele. He'll fire, tipped in front. Here's a chance. Bonet a drive and a save by McKenney as he slid across post to post and made the glove stop there. Oh, it looked like Bonet had the game tied, and McKenney said no. And now the Vikings will win the faceoff. Van Hoodigan with a couple of fancy moves to work it back down into the Anchor Bay zone. Steele will retreat back in behind his own goal and set up shop there. Now Steele takes a look. He'll sweep it ahead. That pass got away from Koleski, and it'll be played back out into the neutral zone. Now over the line comes Peacock. He didn't get much on that shot. McKenney sticks it into the corner. Bonnet along the right wing boards. 
Bonnet between the circles, spins, fires, just missed. Rebound off to the side of the net, taken in behind the goal now and skated all the way by Larabelle to the right circle. Right point, Peacock. Left circle to Steele. Steele shot, blockered away by McKinney. Ends up along the boards. Here's Bonnet trying to slip one out in front, and that will finally be picked off by Ben LaValle, and he'll muscle his way back to the Anchor Bay line, and that'll kill off the rest of the penalty. Ooh, the Tars came close. Now Dan Durand played it around the boards in his own zone, gave it away, and no, LaValle put it right out in front, and Van Hootigan got it off the heel of his stick wide of the goal. Now French knocked it down at his own line for Bonnet. Bonnet has to circle out of traffic back into his own zone, being pestered by Van Hootigan, and finally the puck got away and rolled to the side of the net, and uh, Dan Duran will cover it up and hang on to it and hold it for a faceoff and keep Lucas Dan Duran's name on the list of uh, players of the game today after giving up three in the first. He stood on his head in the second to give his team a chance to fight back into this game, and now it's a 3-2 score with 10.45 to play in the third period. Koleski in behind his own goal. Slides one ahead, and out to center comes French. French on the move, up the left side, fires, and a glove saved by McKinney. And he'll hang on to that one. And hold it for a face-off. Both goalies have been good today. Here in game one, coming up, we've got a second one for you. Port here on Unified against Port here on Northern. The second semifinal here at the Larry Manns Hockey Tournament. Along the boards now. Reckonham fired one wide of the Marysville goal, and the Vikings are just going to pick this up and ice it. 10-13 still to play here in the third. Here in the tournament, there is overtime if we haven't decided the outcome of the game after regulation. And Tico on the faceoff here for Anchor Bay. Had it along the left wing boards and it got away from him. Now three Vikings to center. Jero for Coates. And it just slid off his stick and is fed back into the neutral zone. Minesburg will shovel it back deep again while the Vikings were continuing to tag up. Stalker in his own zone. Played it ahead. Larabelle goes cross ice with it. That got away from Kramer. Now it's picked up by Antico, though. Left circle back in front for Larabelle, and breaking that up at the last second was Donaldson. He charges back the other way now. Donaldson trying to go right through, and a save made by Dandoran, and then he's slammed into by Donaldson, and then Donaldson's flattened in behind the goal, and now everybody's going to pile up and back in the net for the time being. And uh, Dandoran makes another big save, and he's stretching out in the crease, making sure he's okay. And I think we're going to have more penalties called here. The Tars don't like uh, the uh, fact that their goaltender got run over. Looks like Steele is the only person getting a penalty here, though. And he is not happy with the officials as they led him to the box. He was a little bit on the demonstrative side. 7 25, the time of this penalty. I imagine they're going to call it roughing. 
Here's Turner with a shot knocked away. Roughing was the call. Pile up out in front of the net again, and somehow Dander ends down on top of the puck. This is the fourth Viking power play of the game. And they're looking to grab the momentum back here. They're 0 for 3 on the power play, but again, every game I've seen Marysville for the last two seasons, if they get a power play, they score. So give credit to the penalty killers of Anchor Bay and especially to their goalie, Lucas Danderan. Because Marysville's gotten chances today. They just haven't scored on the advantage. Turner right circle. Down across, one-timer Van Hood again, and he fanned on it. Noel LaValle's got it, though. Back to Turner, right circle. Back on the point, it goes to Minesburg. He'll let the shot go. That deflected wide of the goal. Turner takes it off the end boards. Threw it back in front, and that'll be picked off and fired down the ice by Larabelle. Both these uh, teams starting to shorten the benches a little bit. We're seeing a lot of the same guys out there for some long shifts. Here's Turner. Back up over the line. Turner in with a shot and a glove saved by Dan Durand. And it'll end up in the corner and it'll be picked up and Bonnet will fire it all the way down the ice. Back after it is Ben LaValle. His goal is the difference in the game right now and he scored that way back late in the first period. Ben LaValle up over the line. Left it now for Minesburg. Across for Turner at the right point. Turner will sweep it down in behind the goal. Ben LaValle pushed it into the corner for Van Hootigan. Back to LaValle, through his skates, and now Rickenham will get to the loose puck, shovel it up the boards to Larabelle, and he'll get it out center ice. Koleski giving chase, cut off by Noah LaValle, and Noah LaValle now will turn back the other way. He got around Larabelle. Here's Noah LaValle, right circle in front, on the backhand, left it for Ben LaValle, still loose in front, and a shot by Turner was blocked. Noah LaValle lost it. Larabelle pushes it center ice, and a penalty coming up against the Tars. Koleski got the stick up on Minesburg, and he's going to go. He was trying to poke that puck away and create another breakaway chance, but the stick came up, and he got caught. And this comes with still 13 seconds left on the penalty to steal. Nine twelve, the time of this penalty. Second time in the game. Marysville has had a five on three. This one, though, is for only 15 seconds, and they'll lose the draw. The Tars get a big clear there. So the first penalty will expire. 145 left on the high sticking minor to Koleski. So the Vikings still working on a power play. This is their fifth chance of the game. Myers missed it. Look out. Two on two the other way. Charging back up over the line. Trying to dangle through was Brada. Brada ends up in the corner with it. Still has it. Brada forced back out near the blue line. And finally Coates took it away. It's a good job though that time by Nathan Brada. Now charging back up over the line is Myers with a shot right on. And that'll be cradled in the midsection by Dan Duran. And he'll hang on to it. One twelve. Left on the penalty to Koleski. And seven minutes straight up to go here in the third period. It's 3-2 Marysville. They led 3-0 at the end of the first. Tars scored in the final minute of the second to get it to 3-1. They got an early power play goal here in the third to make it 3-2. 
Here's LaValle. Noah LaValle shooting one. Knocked down and a save made again by Dan Duran. And the rebound will be picked up and fired the length of the ice by Forrester. Minesburg back to get it. 56 seconds left on the Viking power play. Minesburg skates it through center and up over the line. Minesburg all the way down in the right wing corner now. Shovels it in behind the goal. Gets knocked down there by Brada. Now Minesburg gets it back. Still in behind the net. Tied up this time by Kramer who knocks him down. Brada will swing it to the line. Held in though at the left point by Noah LaValle. He'll send it across to Turner. Turner down low. Van Hoodigan with a backhand try. Knocked away and the rebound went right through the goal crease. And now we've got a Viking down on the ice right out in front of the net. That shot might have hit the Marysville uh, player, and he's shaken up. 27 seconds left on the latest Anchor Bay penalty. We've got 11 penalties called in the uh, game, 10 minors and one major. Nine power plays between the two teams, but only one power play goal so far. Still 6.15 to play in this third period. 3-2 Marysville on top. As they check one of the Viking players out in front of the net, and I believe what happened is, and I don't know who it is, but they went down out in front, and I think the backhand shot by Van Hoodigan hit the Marysville player. Braden Turner scored in the first from Noah LaValle and Mitch Donaldson at 428 to make it 1-0 Vikings. Aiden Minesburg scored unassisted at 903 to give the Vikings a 2-0 lead in the game. And then at 1508 of the first, Ben LaValle scored from Turner and Noah LaValle to make it 3-0 Marysville, and it looked like they might have a Easy one today. But Aiden French scored from Trevor Peacock at 16-17 of the second to cut it to 3-1. And at 2-14 of this third period, Evan Koleski got credit for the power play goal from Steele and uh, Rick and him to make it 3-2. And it's been that way ever since. And if I uh, read the... Uh, the hand signals here. Marysville player Van Hoodigan came over and uh, told the uh, one of the trainers that uh, it looked like the he got hit up near the throat area with the puck, I think. And again, I don't know who that is laying on his back right in the goal crease. Trying kind of through process of elimination to figure it out. I haven't been able to yet. They've got one trainer already working, and now we've got a second trainer coming out to the ice too, it looks like. All the Anchor Bay players have gone to their bench. Most of the Marysville players are at the bench, but uh, 
We've got five guys out on the uh, ice there to help out if they uh, need to, and I still can't tell you who this is. But you've got two trainers and an official working on the Marysville player right at the top of the goal crease. And my best speculation on this is that uh, he was going down and the little backhand shot by uh, Van Hootigan hit him up near the throat area, it looks like. Coming up after this one is Northern and Port here on Unified. Get that one going. My guess will be about uh, 10, 15 minutes after this one ends. They will have to resurface. And then there will be an eight-minute warm-up, and then we'll get that game going. But uh, that's still probably a little ways away because there's 6.15 to go here in the third. And again, we have the potential for extra time if Anchor Bay gets this thing tied up. Right now, they're shorthanded still for 27 seconds. That's the uh, time remaining on the uh, penalty to uh, Koleski. But a delay right now. of an injured Viking right out in front of the net on that last uh, little scramble. And again, I believe he was hit with the puck. Although Van Hootigan is lobbying with the official, I saw him make a little motion with his hands as if to say his teammate had been cross-checked. Now, the Viking player is sitting up, but I still can't see his number yet. So we continue to sort things out, but this is a good sign. He's moving around, and he's sitting upright at least. There's about four people between him and me, though, so I still can't see a number. Is this Minesburg, maybe? He's up and standing and gets a big ovation. And I think this is Aiden Minesburg, yeah. He is going to need a little assistance, and they're not going to go back to the bench. They're going to help Aiden Minesburg uh, back to the locker room so that they can uh, look at him further. But the good news is he's up. And though he's got a person to either side of him, he does seem to be powering himself over towards the gate. But he is definitely woozy at this point. 
So Aiden Minesburg, a big piece to the uh, Viking puzzle. Heads out, and he gets a tap from Van Hootigan on the way by. So Aiden Minesburg was the injured player, and he will go off. That is a big loss for Marysville. The faceoff will come outside the blue line because the injury is what stopped play. 27 seconds left on this Marysville power play. Donaldson sweeps one ahead. Van Hootigan missed Ben LaValle with the pass, and it'll be cleared the length of the ice by Rickenham. Dozen seconds left on the penalty, and Noah LaValle races through center over the line. He'll take it all the way down in back of the Anchor Bay goal, looking for somebody in front. LaValle going for a skate, sends it down low for Van Hootigan, side of the net. He's trying to tuck one in front. That's blocked. Koleski's out of the box. Anchor Bay's back at full strength. The Vikings trying to keep the pressure on. Steele gave LaValle a bump in behind the goal. And Rickingham will get it out center ice. Five and a half minutes to go here in the third period. 3-2 Marysville. Rickingham at his own line didn't have anybody to give it to, so he's just going to ice it. And that will stop play and bring the faceoff back down into the Anchor Bay zone. The Tars, though, can get some changes and get the personnel back out on the ice that they want. They'll have uh, French, Koleski, and Larabelle come out here. Tuffin won the faceoff. He's got a chance out in front for Furtaw, and Furtaw's shot is knocked away. Danderan still doing his job. Here's Larabelle now. His pass picked off by Furtaw. Larabelle tried to get it back, and finally Kramer will tap it out center ice. Larabelle plays it back to Kramer just inside his own line. Kramer trying to get away from some pressure here. Loam was in on him. Out at center ice, French tied up right in front of the Viking bench. Trying to get that puck loose to Koleski. And finally it's taken away, and Furtaw, with some help from Tuffin, will bounce it down into the Anchor Bay zone, right to the net, and Dandoran will cover it up. So again, those guys haven't played a ton tonight for uh, Marysville, but right there they had a good shift. Took about a minute off the clock and didn't allow Anchor Bay to advance that puck further than center ice. Face off in the tar zone. At the blue line, Myers sends it down into the corner. Wallace for Van Hoodigan. Sharp angle shot knocked away by Danderand. Now Wallace again. Tied up in the corner. Van Hoodigan will get to the puck wing corner. Send it back in behind the net for Jero. Jero takes a bump from Peacock. Worked it loose for a moment, and then Bonnet came in. Bonnet still forced back in behind his own goal. His pass broken up. Now he'll get it center ice. Here's Larabelle, two on two, up over the line. Got through, Larabelle in on goal. And a save by McKinney, and he'll hang on to it. Oh, Larabelle somehow got through the last line of defense, and he got right in on goal. And Tyler McKinney was ready for him, though. And he makes a big stop. 4.09 to go here in the third, and Anchor Bay out of nowhere nearly tied the hockey game. 
Off the faceoff now, long bomb pass ahead. Here's Lavelli streaking up the right side, right to the goal, and it's Danderan this time who makes the big save and hangs on. As Noah Lavelli had Ben Lavelli with him, but he decided to take that one straight to the net. And the Anchor Bay goalie makes another big stop, so both ends, the goaltending coming up big here. Four minutes straight up to go in regulation. 3-2 Marysville. Kramer's dump is blocked back in behind the net. Stalker will play it around the boards, but not out. Donaldson put it right in on goal, and a stop by Dan Duran that time on Ben LaValle's redirection. Kramer to the line, not out. Blocked by Glenn. He's tied up by French. Kramer will get it out to center this time. French trying to push it ahead, and that's blocked by Turner, and Turner slaps it right back down in behind the Tars goal. Back to get it is Gents. Gents to Kramer. Kramer scoops one ahead. And French will pick it up now, and he'll work it out. Center ice to steal on the right wing side. Donaldson stepped in front of that, though. And now Donaldson dropped it back in his own zone for Glenn. And Hunter Glenn will get it out. Center ice. Kramer at his own line. Sweeps it across now for Koleski. Then gets it back. Kramer pushes it up the left wing side. Hunter Glenn will break it off at the Viking line. Get to center and dump it back down deep into the tar zone. Three minutes to go here in the third period. Kramer in his own zone. Sweeps it around now for Koleski, he'll fire one ahead to Steele. Steele will work it out center ice now. Here is Steele up the left wing side over the line with a shot that deflects wide. Look out. Bounced off the Zamboni gate to the side of the goal. They jam away at it in the crease. And uh, French was stopped by McKinney. Or was he? That puck did end up in the net, but it was after the whistle. And a penalty coming up here to, I believe, Hunter Glenn. As again, McKinney reacted to the extra little uh, chop that he took there after the whistle. And Marysville's Hunter Glenn is going to pick up a roughing penalty for the little skirmish that broke out. 14-15, the time of the penalty. And with 2.45 to go here in the third, Anchor Bay will get a chance on the power play. They're one for four today. This is their fifth try. Bonnet won the faceoff. Larabelle to French along the left wing boards. French trying to get some room for himself. Slides it down into the corner and then gets it back again. There's a shot by French that goes wide of the goal. Peacock sends it into the right circle. It got away from Bonnet. Coates will swing it around the boards. Larabelle will hold it in at the left point. Left circle for French. French now along the half boards. Looking, looking. Takes it down into the corner. Takes it down in behind the goal. French going for a skate. Goes right circle to Bonnet. He'll backpedal to the blue line, and then his pass back is broken off by Jero, and he'll flip it down the ice. Two minutes to go in the third. 117 left on the Anchor Bay power play. Larabelle feeds it up the left wing side. French is tied up. Koleski comes over right in front of the penalty box to try to dig that puck free. Got it loose to Bonnet. Now Bonnet at center, forced back by Van Hootigan. Bonnet now has room up the left wing side into the left circle with it. And then it was broken up off the skate of Van Hood again, and he'll flip it on the backhand down the ice. Keep an eye on uh, the Anchor Bay goaltender here. A minute and a half to go in the third, 45 seconds on the power play. Out to center, Koleski had to retreat. Now he'll send it up over the line. And offside as Steele brought it into the zone, and he got a little ahead of himself. So the faceoff will be just outside the Marysville blue line. 1.23 left here in the third. 
38 seconds left on the Anchor Bay power play, and right now they've got uh, the goaltender, Dan Durand, in the net. They're going to bring this faceoff right to center ice. An Anchor Bay player dump coming up over the line, and that'll give Noah Lavalley a chance at the other end. In with a shot, and that's up high off the glass. Now Ben Lavalley takes a bump down in the corner. 22 seconds left on this Anchor Bay power play, but they're pinned up in their own zone right now. Ben Lavalley's got it locked up against three red jerseys as they try to dig it loose, and finally Peacock's got it. Under a minute to go now here in the third. Penalty time is wheeling off the clock, and so is game time. And the tire Steele has it in behind his own goal. The penalty is over. Vikings are back at full strength. 44 seconds to go here in the third. Still no movement. Here's a chance for Koleski over the line. Shot was blocked. Loose at the side of the net. Larabelle's got it in behind the goal now. Goaltender still hasn't come out. 30 seconds to go in the game. Now they'll get him to the bench. Backhand try goes right through the goal crease. It'll end up back at the point for Peacock. His shot was blocked. Tars somehow hold that in. Here's Steele, right wing boards towards the net. Loose at the side of the goal and unable to pull the trigger was Larabelle. And the Vikings will be forced to ice it with 15.5 seconds to go. Oh, Larabelle had an empty net off to the left of the goal. And the puck hit him kind of in the waist area. And it dropped to his feet and he couldn't find it. And the Vikings were able to sweep it out of there. And now we'll get a timeout called here by Anchor Bay with 15.5 seconds to go. And they'll have six attackers on the ice with a face-off down in the Vikings zone. Well, this has ended up being a really good hockey game after what looked like at the end of one period it might be kind of easy for Marysville today. They had three before the first period was over. But they haven't scored since the 15.08 mark of the first period. And the Tars got a goal late in the second and one here early in the third to cut it to three to two. And I'm telling you what, they came close just a moment ago. If Larabelle would have found that puck in his feet, he had a wide open net. Both goalies have been super today too. McKinney, when he's been called on, he hasn't been as busy as Lucas Danderand, who's been sensational. But McKinney has made some big saves, especially here in the third period. He robbed Bonnet earlier in the period. And it looked like the Tars were going to tie the game. Steele at the point. Ten seconds to go. Tried to stuff one in front. French's shot was blocked. Another shot by Peacock. Save. Rebound in front. Another save by McKinney. Wild scramble in front. And now we've got... A little bit of a Donnybrook breaking out with 3.7 seconds to go. McKinney is in behind the goal. He's swinging at guys. Donaldson just took a punch at somebody. McKinney's lost the goalie mask. One of the Anchor Bay players is down now. He's back up in behind the goal. And everybody squared off there. And I'm sure the officials will handle this one as best they can because they don't want to see anybody thrown out for tomorrow. But there were a few swings in all of that. little skirmish with 3.7 seconds to go here in the third. And Anchor Bay did everything but tie the game there. 
McKinney with some big saves, and then he just got frustrated with everybody jabbing away. And it all broke out. They're sending Larabelle to the box, and they ushered somebody for Marysville just straight to the dressing room. It isn't over yet either, folks. Sixteen fifty-six will be the time of whatever gets called here, and I think it will all even out. Larabelle to the box for Anchor Bay, and again they opened the door and pushed one of the Viking players down the hallway before I could catch a number. So just under four seconds left here in the third period. We'll also have to wait and see where they're going to bring this face-off. Everybody ended up behind the net, and so that might bring the face-off outside the zone, and if that's the case, I would say that that's the game. But if they keep the face-off in the Viking zone, the Tars still have a chance. Meantime, the officials are all in a huddle. They want to make sure they get this right. Northern and PH coming up after this one. But uh, we still have to uh, dot a couple of I's and cross a couple of T's before we're done here. 3-2 Marysville, 3.7 seconds to go in the third period. And again, to this point, we know each team is getting a penalty. We don't know anything beyond that, and uh, I'm more interested in finding out where this face-off is going to be. Because by the end of all that, you had uh, six Tars and six Vikings all behind the net. Well, if I were picking three stars... My first two stars are the goalies. Lucas Danderan is going to lose this game, but I would probably call him the number one star. And uh, Tyler McKinney, unless something tragic happens in the next 3.7 seconds, will be my second star of the game just for his play here in the third period alone. Now three Viking players are lined up around the linesman. Each of the men with the orange stripes, one to the Anchor Bay bench and one to the Marysville bench to explain what's going on here. And odds are I won't get an announcement on what the penalties are until after we restart play and the game will probably be over by that point. Nothing up on the board on either side. And the the bigger question on what these penalties would be would be more so how it affects the players involved for tomorrow. And already Marysville going into tomorrow, maybe without Aiden Minesburg, who got hurt here in the third period of this game. 
3.7 seconds to go, and I still have absolutely no idea where they're going to drop the puck here either. Anchor Bay seems to be a little less pleased with what's happening here than Marysville is. Coach Zaccaro now has all three officials gathered around the end of his bench, and he's doing most of the talking right now. Now they're sending Steele over to the uh, box. So a second tar to the penalty box. As Larabelle was already over there. And now I believe, well, I take that back because now one of the referees is actually going to go into the penalty box and uh, talk to the folks at the bench. The players are all lining up like the faceoff's going to be in the zone, so this thing isn't over yet. Now they've grabbed Cullen Myers. I'm not even sure Cullen Myers was even on the ice, but he's going over to the penalty box for Marysville. And again, they already had a player ushered out Because when the skirmish was over, he was right by the exit gate, and they just opened the gate and shuffled him down the hallway. Now they've opened the penalty box door, and they're letting Larabelle out. Nope, because they're going to take him right off the ice and send him to the locker room. So Larabelle joins an earlier Viking player in an early exit. And they have uh, Steele and Cullen Myers in the penalty box. The teams are still at full strength. The Tars have six players out there with the goalie out. They're going to line everybody across, and Antico's going to try to draw it back to French for one final try. And I believe that's Turner that's going to take the faceoff for Marysville. He's their best faceoff guy. 3.7 seconds to go, 3-2, and it came back to French but got away from him, and the puck will slide out to center, and the game is over, and Marysville will beat Anchor Bay 3-2 here in the first semifinal, and the Vikings will play the winner between Northern and Port Huron Unified tomorrow afternoon in the Larry Manns Championship game while the Tires will be playing at 1 o'clock in the consolation game. 3-2 to two the final, and we'll sort it all out for you in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at Thompson-Engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. The Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school hockey is GetStuckOnSports.com. Now let's go live to the rink with Dennis Stuckey. 
All right, 3-2 is your uh, final score. The final shots were 32-32 when it was all said and done. So 30 saves for Tyler McKenney in the win and uh, 29 saves in the uh, loss uh, for uh, Lucas uh, Danderand, uh, who was sensational. The Vikings got three past him in the first period, and then that was it. Braden Turner scored from Noah Lavalley and Mitch Donaldson at 428 to make it 1-0. Aiden Meinsberg, an unassisted goal at 9.03, made it 2-0 Vikings. Ben Valley from Braden Turner and Noah Lavalley at 15.08 made it 3 nothing for the Vikings. Anchor Bay finally got on the board at 16.17 of the second. Uh, Aiden French scoring from Trevor Peacock to make it 3-1. And then at 2.14 of the third on the power play, Evan Koleski got credit for the goal from Braden Steele and uh, Justin uh, Rickenham to make it 3-2. But uh, that would be uh, it. We had a lot of penalties in the game. They never did announce the final penalties, but Marysville went 0 for 5 on the power play. Anchor Bay went 1 for 5 on the man advantage in this one, and Marysville wins it 3 to 2. Our Magna Mega Performer of the uh, game. I, you could go with either goalie. I'm going to go with the uh, losing goalie in this one. Uh, Lucas Danderan, uh, I thought, uh, really was the reason that we had a fun finish to this uh, hockey game. His goaltending in the uh, second period really gave uh, his Anchor Bay team a chance to get back in this game and to hang around uh, today and uh, give us what uh, ended up being a pretty fun hockey game. So Danderan is our Magna Mega Performer of the game. All right, coming up here in about uh, 10 or 15 minutes, we'll have game two of our doubleheader. The other semifinal, Port Huron Northern, takes on Port Huron Unified, and you can catch it right here on Stream 1. Again, our final score here in game one, the Marysville Vikings 3, the Anchor Bay Cars 2. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast and hope you'll hang out with us for game two coming up in about 10 minutes here on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.